0: Locked up radius And all who are thirsty and all who are weak, come to the fountain and if you have...
1: Back to another edition of Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog, and we're about to be joined by my friend Patrick uh, calling out of Garland, Texas. Uh, for those of you that are just tuning in, the call number is 619 638 8458. You can check us out on the web at www.prayerinternational.org. Also, if you need to email us or contact us via email, we're at prayerinternational.org. At prayer o r g. just want to open up in a word of prayer, and then I'm going to introduce my friend Patrick to you. So let's go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we just give you praise, and we just give you the glory, we give you the honor. Lord, we thank you for time to rest in your presence, for time to lift up your name to praise and worship. Father, we just ask that your Holy Spirit would have your way here on the show tonight. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you would just touch the hearts, touch the lives, touch the bodies of every man, woman, child, teenager that is listening to this program. Father, we just ask, Lord God, that you would enlarge their capacity tonight, Father, to receive the King of Glory into their hearts, to receive, Lord, your revelation and your wisdom. And, Father, we just pray, Lord God, that you would just grow them up in the knowledge of you. Lord, we thank you, Father, for what you're doing. We thank you, Father, for everyone that this is reaching, Lord. And we say that it's a privilege. It's an honor, Lord, to praise you
2: and to do your bidding, Lord. And we just ask, Lord, that you'd be glorified in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
3: Well, all right, there you are. All right, praise God. Well, I've got my friend
1: Patrick on the line. Patrick, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Well, um... Just want to let everybody know. I'm going to uh, just do a slight introduction just to let them know kind of how we know each other. But uh, about 20 years ago, I guess, um, I was at Richland College, which was a community college here in the Dallas, uh, Texas area, and was praying and just asking God to bring some Christian friends my way. Of course, at the time uh, in school, I had none there. And uh, the Lord was faithful to bring my friend Patrick along. And we've had a relationship now probably for about 20 years in the Lord, and uh, in my opinion, he's a mighty man of God and just really humble and uh, genuine and really walks with the Lord. So I just wanted to give him an opportunity to just share his heart tonight and uh, just to take liberty. And so, brother, uh, just feel free, you know, whatever's on your mind, heart, whatever you want to pray or say, uh,
4: feel free. Okay. Well, thanks. Um I've been thinking about your past lessons I've been hearing you talk about the Word of God How we're to speak God's Word And the power that that has And uh, I've been looking at something in Scripture today That's uh, really curious I, I didn't see it till some time ago But uh, if you all want to look it up It's Romans chapter 9 Verses 32 and 33 it says, uh wherefore because they sought it not by faith, but as it were by the works of the law, for they stumbled at that stumbling stone. It's speaking in, in reference to Israel, uh how Israel did not attain uh God's righteousness, because they did not seek it by faith, and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And it goes on in verse thirty three it says, as it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone a rock and a rock of offense, and whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Now that really hit me because you know, isn't Zion? Isn't that Jerusalem? Isn't that the body of Christ, the people of God? So why would God put a stumbling stone and a rock of offense uh, in Zion, in in uh, the place of God's people? And what that's talking about is that God's word in and of itself is a test. it tests your uh senses your your five senses uh will tell you that what God's word says is not true. it says in his word that we're healed by the stripes of Jesus. so if you're sick and uh you're you're uh, uh one of God's people, then uh you look at your God's word that says you're healed by his stripes as an example, and uh, you're, you're, you could take offense, you can stumble at that, you can you can choke on that. Uh, so God's Word actually contradicts what our minds and our thoughts and our feelings and what we experience in life. And so I'm, I was looking at that and I was like, wow, God, behold, I lay in Zion, in, in Jerusalem, in the body of Christ, Behold, I lay in the church a stumbling stone and a rock of the fence. And uh, if you take that and you go to uh, Isaiah 55, I'll just read it for you. Verses 8 and 9, it says, uh, God speaking, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So right there it's talking about how God lives in a realm of reality that is distinctly different than what we feel, touch, think, and breathe. Uh, God, What God does and how he sees things is from that bird's eye view in heaven. And when we're on earth, it's hard to accept at times what God is saying is true. But it is true. It's more true and real than the reality that we're experiencing as a uh, children in Adam who have, who have uh, fallen and are susceptible to things like sickness and uh, discouraging and discouragement and stuff like that but God wants us to lay hold of his word and it says in Jeremiah concerning his word says uh, uh this is uh, chapter 20 I believe verse 29 it says, Is not my word like a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh a rock in pieces. And I thought, Hmm, you know, what is a hammer? A hammer is something that is hard and that puts up resistance and when you use a hammer you use it more than once. You just don't uh hit some hit a nail once and it goes straight into the wall. You just don't hit a rock and with a sledgehammer and just instantly shatters. And so as we come against the mountains, the rocks, uh, God wants us to take up his word as if it were a hammer. And the way you use a hammer is you continually strike what is resisting you. You continually strike that sickness, that contradiction. Anything that contradicts God's word, uh, you want to begin to strike that and speak against it uh, with his word even as Jesus said. Um, Have faith in God for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain which is a rock Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea And shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass Uh, He shall have whatsoever he saith Now notice he didn't say it. It, it it will come to pass instantly But the idea is like keep on speak to the mountain And keep on speaking unto it until it be removed which is exactly how you use a hammer. You, you want to put a nail in a wall you keep on striking that hammer until uh, you get the job done, until it goes where you want it to go. And if you want sickness to go, then you're going to have to keep striking at that. Uh, if you want doubt, discouragement, if uh, you don't have a job, you're going to have to keep speaking to that mountain because God's word is like a hammer. And you have to keep on using it repetitively until you get the results you want. And so we're prone as human beings here on this earth who are outside of God's bird's eye view, we see from an earthly, earthly view, that we're prone to put the hammer down and to not speak what God speaks. Uh, to, we're prone to accept what's happening to us on earth because our senses, you know, we feel bad, we feel rejected, we feel sick, or we feel like, you know, I'm never going to get a job or things aren't going to work out. But that's not what we're sp- supposed to do. Uh, we're to speak God's word until things change. And so here we were in uh, Romans chapter nine, verse three, It says, "Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and rock of offense." In other words, I, I I I lay before you a type of challenge. Uh, God is challenging us to take up His word and to use it and to speak it and believe it as it is true and to continue to believe that it's true no matter what your situation or your circumstances tell us because from his point uh, birds eye view he says that his thoughts are not our thoughts his ways are not our ways because we're going to we're going to look at our sickness and we're going to go you know how can this possibly be how can i be healed by the stripes of jesus if i'm in a hospital if i'm you know Incapacitated by my sickness But God says For as the heavens are higher than the earth So are my ways higher than your ways And my thoughts are above your thoughts So uh, we're going to have to tie ourselves To the word of God And to believe it uh, No matter what type of contradiction May come against it And um, there's a situation In John chapter 6 When Jesus was wanting to feed people and they didn't have any bread and he challenged uh, Philip. He said, and this he said, uh, or I'll start with a uh, when Jesus stood up his eyes, he saw a great company coming unto Philip, from uh, whence shall we buy bread that uh, these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. And uh, so here God was testing or proving. Philip, you know, do you believe that I'm able to multiply this bread uh, that all these this great company may eat, and so God's word is like a sort of a test or a proof our 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 faith is being tested our uh, God's trying to prove to test our metal to see what we're made out of to see if we're up to the challenge of taking up the hammer his of his word and striking the mountains. And uh, watching them fall, it says in uh, Proverbs chapter one verse twenty-three. It says, "Turn you at my reproof; behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you." And so, when it says "turn at your at my reproof," I sort of see that as uh, it's the hardness of the situation, it's the callousness, if you will, of God's word, the stumbling of His His mock of offense. God's word offends our flesh because it says that we're healed but we don't feel healed. But God challenges us to turn at my reproof, uh, though it may not feel comfortable, pick up that hammer and start using it for behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I'll make known my words unto you. And it says in Psalm uh, 107 verse 20, it says, um, Uh, He sent his word to heal us And to deliver us from our distractions So God wants to send his word to us He wants to heal us from our distractions But we've got to turn At his reproof We've got to turn And begin taking heed of God's word And saying okay I don't feel that this is true But Father you said uh, You said stuff like The young lions do lack and suffer hunger But they that seek the Lord Shall not want any good thing I feel like I'm, I'm um am in want. I feel like I'm in lack. But Father, your word says that they that seek the Lord shall not want, shall not be in want of any good thing. The Lord is my shepherd and uh, he guides and protects us. And so sometimes it may not always feel that way. So, i here and challenge you that God's word uh, can seem like a stumbling stone. It can seem like an offense to your natural thinking, you think, you know, how could this be true? But I just encourage you that uh, God's word is true and that He means for us to use it as a hammer. He means for it to work, not so much instantly all the time, though He can do that. There are the suddenlies of God. But He intends for His word to be picked up like a hammer, and you do not let go of it until you whack that nail completely into the wall or until you use that sledgehammer of his word and you crack and you break that boulder, you you crack that mountain of a contradiction until what you're living and what you're experiencing in life lines up with the truth of his word and you don't accept anything less. So with that, Father God, we just give you praise for your word. We thank you that your word is powerful. We thank you that your word is mighty that it is mighty to save and deliver, that you send your word, Father, to heal us and to deliver us from our distractions, and that just like you sent Jesus in the physical natural uh, to be born of Mary, so in the Spirit, that anointed word, that God-breathed Holy Ghost word can be born out of our mouths as a sword, as a hammer, and that it can crack to pieces, Father, everything that we're feeling, everything that we're thinking that is negative, Father, that does not line up with your word. For, Father, you desire that we should walk in peace. You desire that grace should be multiplied unto us. You desire that we should have an abundance, that you should supply all our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Father, this is your heart. This is your will. This is your desire. This is your intention. And we we bind ourselves to this word, and we take up this hammer, and we command the mountains in our lives to be plucked up, and they can not be cast into the sea. We rebuke the things in our lives, our feelings, our thoughts, our emotions that do not line up with your, with your word. And we just command everything in our life to be conformed to, to your truth. And so, Father, we thank you that your word is active, alive, and powerful. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the scriptures that yes. you give us from the Bible by the power of the Holy Spirit that you have not left us, you are not forsaken us, that, Lord, you're at the right hand of God making intercession for us. The Holy Spirit is alive and active as our comforter, as he who stands beside us to help us in, in our salvation, our sanctification process. So, Father, I just give you all the praise and pray that your spirit would just fill every person in the chat room, every person listening to this program. Fill them, Father God. Let that that sudden rushing of the mighty wind Come upon them and warm their heart With the uh, presence Of their Abba Father And to know that they are loved no matter what And so Father we just give you all the glory And all the honor And all the praise as I give it back to
1: Chris Amen Amen praise God Well for those of you that were just uh, Just listening uh, That was my friend Patrick Uh, We've been friends for a while He uh Obviously, as you can tell, he's very uh, in-depth in the Word of God, and uh, we're very thankful that he's got a knowledge of the Word of God. You know, uh, one thing about Patrick I love is at any given moment, and, it, you know, he didn't know I was going to do this to him tonight. Of course, I wasn't putting him on the spot or anything, but I just asked him, you know, to share his heart um, probably on about 10 minutes' notice. But, uh, you know, one thing about Patrick, he's, the Bible says the instant in-season and out of season that, that just always be ready to give an account, always be ready. And that's one thing I've known about this brother for 20 plus years is that he's always ready. You know, he's always full of the word of God. Um, what he does in public is, you know, uh, basically it's an example of what he does in the secret place. And so, you know, um, I just, uh, have a lot of appreciation for this brother. And, uh, you know, I'm sure there will be more times where he's on sharing his heart and just sharing the word of God uh, in whatever capacity that the Lord leads him to. So, you know, you guys pray for Patrick. Um, he You know, he's here in the Dallas Metroplex um, out here where Sean and I are more or less and just doing the work of the Lord. So if you guys think about Patrick or see him in the chat room, you know, pray for him, lift him up, pray for his ministry, and of course, feel free to... Take his spirit while he's in there, and I think you'll be surprised, uh, you know, what the Lord will use him to do in your life, and so um, just to kind of recap, um, you know, what he was saying, and again, I was trying to punch the scriptures into the chat room as fast as he was throwing them out there, and so if you get a chance, go back through the, the, uh, you know, the chat thread, and you can get the different scriptures that he used as his, you know, I'm sure he was just, throwing them out there by heart. He didn't prepare this or sit down and plan a message or anything like that. I mean, this is just straight out of his spirit, you know, to you guys and to me. And so um, you know, I did the best I could as far as the scriptures he was using. And so feel free to check those out. Get in there. Chew on them. mulch them up, you know, and uh, just let them get inside your spirit. You know, the Bible says that we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that, you know, the disciples told Jesus his words are spirit in their life. You know, it's it's his words that make the difference. It's it's getting the words of God, getting the Bible, and getting those rhema words that the Holy Spirit speaks to our heart for that moment. And being able to have a trust and a reliance on God that that what he's speaking into our lives is true. You know, the Bible says that God is not a a man that he should lie. It also says that he's not slack concerning his promises. And so, you know, what Patrick was saying is, you know, we can take the word of God um, and we can actually apply it to our lives. We can take the word of God and go into our circumstances, go into our situations and use that as a tool or an instrument, if you will. You know, he used the analogy of the hammer, and he he took that from Scripture. But, you know, uh, it's true. You know, like you use the, the hammer on the nail. And I don't know if everybody was in the chat room when he was talking about the hammer to the nail. But any you want to take a nail to something, you've got to take a hammer to it and drive it in. And you may not drive it in all the way on the first end or on the first swing. Um, it's kind of like when you're chopping a tree. You know, you take an axe to a tree. You don't knock down the tree on the first swing. But you have to be tenacious, you have to be consistent, you have to be diligent to use that axe, to use that hammer to accomplish the work that's that's ahead. And in the same manner, you know, what what he's saying is this, you may face situations that you may see in the Word of God a promise from God that's, that's in the Word of God, but you might not see it manifested in your life at the present moment. In fact, the circumstances in which you're going through may look completely opposite, completely different from what that word says. But it's your responsibility as a believer, your responsibility as a child of God, to take his word, to hide it in your heart, to take that word and go after your situation. You know, apply it to your given situation, if it's financial, if it's relational, if it's health, if it's spiritual, whatever the situation is. God has a promise for it. And if you'll just take that word, like you said, speak to your mountain. That was one thing I, I extracted out of what he was saying, too, is speaking to the mountain. Now, Jesus didn't say he would speak to our mountains. He told us to speak to to speak to speak our mountains, and, and we would have whatsoever we would say. And, to, you know, not to add to what he's saying, but, but to say this as a, you know, just a, Uh, And the end of it, um, your everyday conversation and what you fill your thought life with and what you fill your mouth with and what you speak out of your mouth on a daily basis really does affect your life. You know, we think just because we can quote scripture and pray it, that it's going to make a huge difference in our lives. And, And I do believe that it will. But I also believe that if that scripture and that word is not the life force of your life, if it's not the down on the inside of you, if it's not part of your DNA and if it's not something you meditate on and mull over and and learn to just extract from on a day-to-day basis, you know, just memorizing a scripture and quoting it isn't going to bring the kingdom into your life. No, it may change some circumstances. It may bring some things. And there's nothing wrong with memorizing scripture and quoting it. But what Patrick's saying is this. You know, you have to, like the hammer, you don't just swing at the nail once. You swing and you knock that thing in until you get it in there. And sometimes you'll have to take the word of God, and you'll have to apply it to your situation, whether it's healing. You'll have to pray those healing scriptures and quote and confess and your healing. And as you do that, you'll see a change. And it may not be instant. It may, you know, he also used the the word suddenly. Sometimes there's a suddenly in the kingdom. what that means, and you can read Acts chapter 2, chapter 3, and kind of see what happens when there's a suddenly. Um, suddenly there came a sound, a rushing mighty wind, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, sometimes God does things immediately in an instant. But a lot of things are progressive, and as we grow in the things of God, and as we grow in faith and in trust with the Lord, we begin to see his words and his promises manifested in our lives. And so I just want to encourage everybody, too, take what Patrick is saying, take what the word of the Lord is saying, and, of course, everything coming out of this Brother's mouth is scripture and is is the heart of God, and that's why I love it. Um, you know, if you missed some of his teaching, I want to encourage you, go back and check out the archive. And catch the whole thing. You know, go through that chat thread, copy and paste those scriptures somewhere in a WordPad or, you know, whatever you got on your computer. Just just keep them, meditate on them, and pray over them, and get them down in your spirit. So whenever you face your enemies, when you face your giants, when you face your mountains, through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the declaration of God's holy word, you can see those mountains and those giants come down. So I want to do this. I'm going to pray for Patrick, and then I'm going to shift gears into a song, and then we're going to get into some teaching. But uh, while we've got everybody in the chat room, I want to lift up this brother in prayer because God's got some big things in store for him. You know, he's also a Christian artist. Um, He does artwork and uh, has the privilege of putting that in in Christian-slash-secular art galleries where uh, not only Christians can come look at it, but, but just everyone can come look at it. And they use that, I just want to share a little bit about, uh, you know, last week I had the privilege of going to an art show in a place downtown Dallas we call Deep Ellum, and Patrick uh, was actually kind of the project manager of this deal and he had the opportunity to put some of his artwork in there, and they had quite a number, at least a dozen or so Christian artists that put artwork in this thing, and they opened it up to the public, and they had all kinds of people come through. And it was a it was just a time to connect with the people and also use the art as an expression of God's love and as an expression of evangelism to reach the hearts of these people and you know what we need to realize is that god you know he's although he does love tradition, you know sometimes he's you know, we have to realize he says he's doing a new thing, and you know these guys down there are using their gifts and their talents for the Lord, you know, not just musically, not just preaching or teaching or, or whatever, but even their artwork. God's given them the gift and the ability to use that artwork to reach out to the lost and reach out to people that would never step foot in the church. They would never step foot in a place where there would be a Christian influence or a Holy Ghost influence or a Word of God influence. But through this art that God's graced him to do and gifted him to do, he has those opportunities. And so what I want everybody to do, while well, we've got him on the line and we're in unity, the Bible says if two or more agree, according to the will of God, it shall be done. So I want you guys to lift up, Patrick. and uh, Hey, bless you. I see Minister Grock just jumped in there. So God bless you, Reno, Lost X, Minister Grock, and Sherry with FRAP Radio. Um, we're going to just pray for Patrick. And uh, just ask God's hand, just continue to remain on this, brother, and that the anointing grow stronger in his life. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just lift Patrick up to you. Father, I thank you for the opportunity and the privilege to, to have him minister tonight and share his heart tonight on the show. Father, thank you for everything that you're putting on his plate, Lord God, everything that you've gifted him and graced him with, Lord. And, Father, we just pray, Lord God, that you'd bless him and you'd use him mightily, Father, through his artwork, through everything that he puts his hand to, Father, we pray that the anointing of the Holy Spirit would be upon it, Lord, that you would use everything in this brother's life to break the chains, to destroy the yoke, to destroy bondages, and to bring light in the midst of darkness. Father, we pray, Lord God, that you just give him a amazing ability to reach past the traditional walls, to reach past religion and genuinely reach these people, these men and women with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray that you would enlarge his capacity uh, for ministry and that you would enlarge his borders, Father, and that he would reach the multitudes through this artwork and through his music and through his business and everything that you put on his plate. Lord, we ask, Lord God, your hand, your anointing, and your
3: blessing be on it. Father, we pray your kingdom come and your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, listen,
1: brother, I am going to um, put you back into the show. I'm going to I'm gonna kind of mute you for a minute, or you can jump back into the chat room and listen that way, however you want to do it. Um, I really appreciate everything you had to share tonight. And um, I'm going to actually kick in a, a song for a minute, and then I'm going to jump on there. It looks like we're, we're getting a few more people in the chat room. And um, so I'm going to break for about a five-minute song, and then at the 11 o'clock hour, we're going to shift gears and have some prayer. And um, then we're going to go into some teaching if the Lord allows me to do that. I don't know what's going to happen. So, um, you know, you can stay on or drop off whatever you want to do if you want to stick in the chat room or on the line either way. And, uh, again, man, you're a blessing. And any time we do a show, you're always welcome. So, you know, jump on here anytime sure. you want to. Right. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, sure. And, hey, if you ever want to leave any of your, like, email or information or whatever in the chat room for people, Where they can contact you, or whatever you want to do, take liberty, you know, just use discernment, but, you know, take liberty. So, you know, however you feel led to do that. All right? Okay. And, um, you know, one thing I want to say this, we're we're about connecting, kingdom connections, you know, we're about connecting the body of Christ, Um, because we know this, not everybody's going to click with just me and Sean, and not everybody's going to just get on the show because they like our deal, you know, it's not about our deal, but what I'm saying is, is that You know, we want to have a platform where different voices and different giftings and different men and women of God can, you know, get on here and just let their light shine, and and maybe God will connect them with people all over the world um, and do some amazing things that,
5: you know, we would never
1: be able to do. So, you know, um, you guys connect with Patrick in the chat room, and if you see him in there, just, you know, speak a blessing over him and get to know him a little bit. And, uh, again, we're going to go ahead and break for a song and uh we'll be right back all the
0: way my save you lead
1: God, just want to welcome everybody back. It's about the 11 o'clock hour, Central Standard Time. We're broadcasting out of Dallas, Texas, or Garland, Texas, actually, tonight. Um, If you just tuned in, we had our brother Patrick out of Garland share his heart uh, for a little bit. I want to encourage everybody to check out the archives. Uh, Go into the archives and just check out tonight's program, which would be for the 30th of April. Um, It was a very solid, strong, timely word. And so check it out if you can, you know, whenever you get a chance. Uh,
3: Just want everybody to know, you know, if you need to call in at 619-638-8458.
1: Also, uh, just to give you the web address again, www.prayerinternational.org. Surprisingly, uh, my brother Alex, those of you that know Alex, he just called in as well and um, I'm about to introduce him to you guys. But the funny thing is about uh, Alex, uh, Alex and Patrick, we all met at Richland College around the same time um, through a uh, Baptist student union kind of situation. And, um, in fact, Patrick and Alex may have known each other prior to that. I I don't even remember all the details. It's been 20-something years. But, um, you know, I'm going to actually turn the show over to my brother Alex for a little bit He wants to share a little bit about the mission thing That he's got going on and You know we uh, we like to tell people He's he's a mission extension of what we're doing here We're praying uh, for the missionaries And he's definitely one of them that we're praying for So hey Alex are you on the line?
6: I'm here yes
1: Awesome brother <laughs> Hey listen I'm going to give you uh, liberty Take liberty for about 15 minutes And just share um, Patrick's listening I think he's uh, He's in the Chat room and um, you know you, you actually missed a powerful word but you, uh, I'll probably MP3 it and, and send it to you through email Or something so you can hear it Okay great uh, okay. All right, But um, yeah take some liberty man we'll Let everybody know what's going on Alright
6: um, Well uh, I guess about uh, Six months ago I first heard about The the trip uh, From my pastor um, I go to a small local church in Dallas And um uh anyways, uh he told us about uh that that uh he was considering a trip to Uganda, another one. Um he's had really we've had really close ties uh, the local church that I'm a part of and my pastor and and the the pastor that we're going to be going to to visit um, in the capital of Uganda which is Kampala. Um my pastor and, and this pastor um are very close. His name is Pastor Joel. He uh he was in business and God called him to um to start an orphanage and um he's um he oversees this it's kinda of funny it's it's not even it's hard to even call it an orphanage even though it's functionally um that but uh there it's a it's a school and it's called champions and they the children there call themselves champions and and that's really where they are. It's um um anyway so that's how mm-hmm. I heard about the trip. My um uh the fellowship I belong to um has taken uh, probably three or four or more missions trips um over to um Uganda over the past um, several years since my pastor's known, Pastor Joel. And uh, it's just um, I heard about the opportunity and, and I prayed about going and and I uh, felt like the Lord gave me the green light. And I kind of want to share a little bit of background about um, Uganda um, for many that, that might not know about Uganda. Um, Uganda is, uh, I guess, in the 1980s. Um, let's see here. It looks like around the 1960s, there were some relative, um, Uganda had a pretty healthy economy. It was known, Uganda is known as the Pearl of Africa. And, um, and it wasn't known as the Pearl of Africa, but, uh, uh, into the 60s, um, let's see, it says there was, uh, there was, um some serious unrest there. There was there was an Asian business community there and it uh they were basically kicked out and um and there was tyranny and in wars. There's been tyranny in wars up till um I'd say since ninety two um even, even further. But um they had Idi Amin was was basically had a reign of terror There And, and wreaked havoc on the churches And um, Really was res- Largely responsible for decimating The the stability Of the country And, and millions uh, Somewhere between 800,000 And 2 million people were uh, I believe were Killed Actually because of His influence and His rulership and leadership there He had a The military was just Um Given free reign to do whatever they wanted to do Through Because of him Um Anyway so That was uh, Just Really crazy What uh, What 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 they've gone through Not only that There's been an AIDS epidemic At one point they were One out of every four people had AIDS Um but the people began to pray and, and seek the Lord and um, and uh because of their seeking God uh it's I think it's been cut in half the number of people with AIDS. There's only I think ten percent of the population now that has AIDS, which is one out of every ten instead of one out of every four, which is pretty amazing. Um but um there was a revival that took place. The churches began to really seek God and, and the Christians began to to pray and uh and and cry to God and um in and as a result uh just transformation began to take place in, in a lot of different areas of uh with the AIDS and um so many other areas. Um as a matter of fact the uh um, in the year 2000 There's a video It's called Transformations That talks about um, The uh, It shares that the President's wife had a dream that The nation would be Dedicated to God during the Millennium uh, Ceremony the, uh, uh, Around the edge of in The New Year's uh, Millennium Ceremony and it showed a video of um, the pastors actually The pa- president asked the pastors To dedicate the nation to God And uh, This video shows that They dedicated They confessed their sins They confessed witchcraft Satanism um, Just idolatry uh, All kinds of uh, Sins And and they renounced them uh, And then they dedicated the nation to God For the next thousand years
2: Um
6: and uh, you know it's it's just it's an amazing uh, amazing story. Um, in Kampala alone, I mean, um, there's just an amazing story of of transformation. Which is the Kampala is the capital of where we're going to be visiting. Um, uh, basically, there's like I said, there's there's a I don't know if I mentioned it. There's about two million orphans. Uh, In Kampala Because of um, The influence of AIDS And the influence of um, The Lord's Resistance Army Which is led by um, His last name Is Kony I don't remember his first name But uh, he uh, His influence is is pretty awful He um, I think there's Let's see, I don't know how many strong, how many people he has behind him, but they they kidnap kids. Um, they make them soldiers. They torture them, uh, and then they make them soldiers. A lot of them are sexually tortured. A lot of them are actually just brought in as sex slaves. Um, it's crazy. And um, at first, the, the organization was, Cody was not, uh, I don't think, I think he was a Christian uh at first and then it just got really really crazy. So there's a couple of prayer points just uh just to to cover for for this nation um and even for this trip um we're going to be sharing the gospel um in uh in some of Pastor Joel's uh, churches. He has about 100 Um Small group Small churches Um More or less That That are Throughout Um Uganda And and, uh Different parts of Kampala I'm sure And we're gonna go And I believe The What I understand Is um That we're gonna May have an opportunity To share In those churches That's what the last Mission trip did Um We'll get a t- chance to to uh, have a couple days with the children, um, but really, um, it's <laughs> as funny as it sounds. Uh, there, uh, I'm not exactly sure everything that we're going to be doing. Um, sometimes my pastor likes to surprise us with stuff, so uh, he's a great pastor. Uh, but uh, there's just a lot of um, there's a lot we don't know exactly what we're going to be uh, doing up there. But uh, part of it will be to uh, I know we'll be encouraging the saints and uh, and maybe sharing the gospel with the lost. Um, you can just pray that we'll be prepared for anything and everything um, and for our health and for um, our unity. The unity of the group, and that uh we'll just be we'll we'll be sharing the love of jesus uh that's the number one thing that uh
5: um
6: that uh that we know and we show the love of jesus um God's been really um <clears throat> impressing me lately just about the clearest thought that I'd ever have he showed me um, a while back was that Jesus loves me And uh, that's going to be a part of What I share um, And um, uh, Anyways um, I did um, Chris asked me to, to Possibly share about uh, The former The last trip that I went on I went on a trip to China um, And uh it was in Cheyenne, and uh anyways um, while I was there I, I shared my testimony, and that's what um i i i guess intend to do on on this trip as well um but um, yeah I, I just shared my testimony. it was really the best trip, really one of the most amazing trips i've I've had a chance to go on and and uh just sharing. Hearing God tell me to to share my testimony and that really opened doors to share the good news with a lot of Chinese people that that didn't know that uh, that were definitely hungry for Him and uh, it was just amazing um, and so pray that we'll hear clearly exactly what it is God wants us to say and do. And, um, that we'll step out in that direction Um, that's my biggest prayer I'm just going to be transparent I kind of feel, um, in a lot of ways Unprepared Because I'm not sure exactly what we're going to be doing Or what the Lord wants me to do But, um, I do know that Um, uh, he's given me a promise Um, from Isaiah 55 um and uh, and it's also that in in Isaiah 55 is also my my life message, um, and it's it's simply listen to God. If you listen to God, God will make a covenant with you, just like He did with King David. And uh, and uh, it says you'll call on a nation that you don't know, and nations that don't know you will run to you. Because the Lord your God and for the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. And uh, and the last part of that chapter is really amazing. It says the whole reason why God gave his word was um, so that you, um, whoever is listening, so that you and me, you would go out with joy and be led forth with peace. And the mountains and the hills will break forth before you in the scene and the trees of the field will clap their hands. and um and let's see here. And it will instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree, instead of the fire shall come up the myrtle tree, and it shall be to the Lord for a name and for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. And um that is that that's what God's God says His desire for you And for me Is that uh, we would In a nutshell have abundant lives And that's just That's what his word Says about that kind of life It's a life of confirmation And uh, and, uh, Instead of consternation Uh, And uh, In the world We do have troubles but um, it's still um a life of confirmation from god and and affirmation and, and uh blessing and um although blessings take different forms but anyways, so that's kind of what i'm gonna be doing uh, uh, that's an, uh, maybe some of the uh things I might be doing out there sharing my testimony but um yeah if if y'all will pray that um there's two million children there and you gotta do have parents. Um like I mentioned from from AIDS and from the Lord's resistant army. And um I just like to agree for, for them to um, uh to to be restored That, um well though they're the, the, yeah, be restored. That God will send labors into their lives, and um, for those who are have been abused, that they'll um, they will be restored. God will send labors into their lives. Um, yeah, and the church needs. Uh, in the video that I, I I saw the transformation video, it was really amazing how the churches were coming together. Um and uh, but uh, I just read in the, uh just uh I just was looking at a publication tonight from uh, uh something called Operation World. They they did a four page overview on how to pray for Uganda, and giving information about it, and and it says what are the what are the um, obstacles for the church right now um is is unity there has been amazing unity but right now there there needs to be unity in the church and we could pray for our own for for uh our own regions for sure um but uh anyways um there's some superficial christianity that mentioned and and um uh, some false, some false teachings, um, but just uh, you know, I think praying for unity in the church would be a, a great thing. Um, Jesus said, "You'll know, um, you'll know, they'll know that we are His through our our love for one another, and so we can pray that for us and and for for Ugandans, for the saints in Uganda." And, um, but yeah, I'm just, you know, also just highlighting those 2 million children that need to know the adoption of a father, um, God the Father, and, uh, and, uh, and the new life that he offers, and just to be taken, have labors, and, and to send into their lives that they can grow and be educated and be, uh, be transformed. By the gospel and uh, In godly godly love. Um, anyway, so that's kind of um, if uh, I guess the next step is uh, Chris. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, super. Um, I guess um, you do you want me to go ahead and and say a prayer?
1: For, yeah, why don't you uh why don't you uh say a prayer for the people? Let me just say one thing real quick and then I'm gonna have you pray for everybody on the that's listening and then I'm gonna encourage everybody to pray for Uganda. Um, you know, as we mentioned earlier, Alex is obviously this next week he's taking a trip to Uganda. He filled you in on some of the details. Just wanna encourage you guys to pray for him if you if uh You know, if you want, Alex, uh, I can, you know, kind of put that in the chat room, too. I I told them to, you know, pray for the children in Uganda. Um, But, yeah, pray for this ministry team. Pray for everybody that's going over there. Pray for the financial. Pray for their health. Pray for their safety. For their effectiveness. You know, you guys lift it up because, you know, he's going. The Bible says, uh, preach the word, make disciples of all nations. And, you know, this brother's taking that, that call serious. And, uh, you know, we believe he's going to be used mightily of the Lord. So, you know, pray for Alex, um, which we'll do here in a minute. And then, um, but, you know, since you shared all that, Alex, I want you to just pray over everybody listening. We've got people in the chat room. We've got got people dialed in on the line listening. Uh, People will listen to this later by archive. So just speak your heart, man. Pray uh, as the Holy Spirit leads you to pray for the people. You know, okay. just that they would um, evangelistic, you know, and just just get a passion for God and a compassion for people. Whatever God, you know, leads you in that kind of in that realm, you know, just okay
6: just pray and impart what the Lord's put into yeah. your life. Yeah. Okay, you you just know. pray for the people listening, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay, um, Father God, just thank you, thank you that your love never changes, and uh, thank you that uh you take us as we are and you your promises which are changeless which will never never end your promises transform our lives your words of life lift us up liberate us and strengthen us and your presence uh in impels us god it strengthens us to do What you created us to do in the first place And you're faithful to lead us every step of the way And Father, I just I thank you for every um, Every individual Every person listening, God Um, Families, whoever's listening, God I just pray that you just baptize them With the revelation of your uh, Unchanging love, God I I pray that uh, the word of God Would get them excited about who you are and and the the things that you have in store for them. I pray that they would be they would the saints would be strengthened um, with with all with all my God according to your Spirit in the inner man. I I thank you that uh, every believer here that you've given each and every one of us not a spirit of fear but a spirit of power and a spirit of love and a spirit of a sound mind. And you blessed us, you raised us up together, you made us to sit together in heavenly places. um I just pray that um that they just have a um a greater awareness of who you are in them, who they are in you, and uh, uh just a revelation of of what you're calling them to. I know that that you again, you just take us where we are. But it's your goodness that leads us to repentance, and uh, and in whatever area that that may be, it's your goodness, God. And so, Father, okay. I just pray that you baptize uh, my friends and here listening, just with uh, with a revelation of your grace, of your goodness, of your love, perfect love that casts out all fear, God. Um them. So, Fill everybody with your spirit guide um and uh and and it, remind them that when they're sitting next to somebody on the bus um or on the um, um at, at work um that uh, that your word says the harvest is ready, and the but the labors are few, and your word says, pray the Lord that he'll send pray the Lord of the harvest. And he'll send laborers into the harvest because the harvest is ready and the laborers are few. So, um, uh, right now is an opportunity for us to join together and do that and pray specifically for for Uganda, and um, and that God will send the laborers to the uh, to the two million orphans that are still there, that are that are there and and into the LRA, the Lord's Resistance Army. Uh, to every person from the head, top to the bottom, to the children who are who have been taken captive into that, and uh, that uh, that He'll send His word and bring healing everywhere that it's needed um, in, among His children in in this nation. Um, well, Lord, um, we we. Um, we're going to shift gears and just lift up Ugandan We can pray that the world will send laborers Into the lives of those Ugandans uh, Especially the children uh, Father we thank you Thank you for um, Every Child that is fearfully and wonderfully Made in your image God uh, Most of us probably can't even Imagine what, what It would be like for uh, To have two million orphans in their Own country I um, it's hard for me to kind of imagine what that would be like, but, Father, nevertheless, they've been through some unthinkable things, God, some horrible things. And, Father, we pray that you'll send labor into the lives of the, these these orphans, God, the, the orphan children. May they know adoption in you. May they know perfect love that casts out all fear. May you strengthen them. I pray that you'll send men and women that can love and encourage, strengthen um and disciple these children, God speak to you that. I pray for total transformation. Let the word of God bring bring total healing inside and out. May they be the the most major the most amazing leaders um anybody any any culture's ever seen, God. We pray for an absolute transformation and healing in their lives, God. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in their lives, God. God, your father to the fatherless and a judge of the widow, God, you 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 give justice to the widows, Lord. And I pray that in the name of Jesus, that uh, this would be their testimony that these two two million who have uh, who have been uh, yeah, victimized, God, they would declare that they are no longer victims, but they are victorious in Jesus, and that would be their uh, their 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 testimony God, not just uh, words but how their lives uh would would uh resound with just healing and and glory God, and your grace um would make them strong and they would be leaders uh, mighty leaders in this land and um and the next generation of missionaries and and leaders. Um, in 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 Uganda and throughout the world, let your kingdom come, let your will be done God baptize him um, and uh, Lord, also just the church there we we pray that you would just bring unity to the body of Christ, and we pray that it would be the the pastors and uh the from the different denominations god uh would would lift up Jesus high as one. Uh, and uh and renounce um, ungodliness in 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 their midst as as one people and uh that through their love for for each other god that uh, that um, all all who are lost would be one to you god um no less we pray f- for this for our own for our own regions and in cities and And uh and uh, nations, God, we ask you for unity of, of the body of Christ. Strengthen us um, and, uh, and lead us to in, in love in laying our lives down for for each other. Um, and, and just also, Father, I lift up uh, Joseph Coney. Uh, I think that's his name. Uh, I pray in Jesus' name that he'll get saved. And uh, that he will fundamentally dismantle the LRA. He will walk away from it, and whatever um, consequences he will fearlessly accept. Um, but I pray that he will have a Saul conversion. He will go from Saul to Paul, um, and uh, and uh, that you will knock him off his high horse, reveal. Yourself to shake everything that can be shaken in His life, to that which cannot be shaken. And I pray this: I pray for Trent. I pray, Father, that uh, that You'd send labors into all the lives of those who are a part of the LRA, the Lord's Resistance Army, um, so-called. And I pray that You just send Your word, send labors, God. I pray for the those who are in, in bound uh, and trapped, in, in imprisoned because. The children that uh, are are used as um, slaves uh, Physical, sexual slaves And I pray for healing And I said laborers into their lives Send your word, heal them And deliver these children Deliver them Restore them Bring total restoration to their lives, God Let your kingdom come In the merry midst of this This so-called army This rebel um, faction and, and, uh, and movement. God, let your kingdom, come let your will be done and deliver the, the children and, uh, and, and set the captives free and let the eyes of the blind be open to Jesus and, uh, let freedom ring, um, in, in, in every heart. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Well hey Alex I, I just want to pray for you real quick And uh, just speak a blessing Thank over you So just uh, for those of you That just tuned in that was my friend Alex um, If you want to I want to encourage everybody to check out the archive When you get a chance for April 30th Which is tonight uh, We had our brother Patrick teaching for the, You know for a while uh, until about 11 o'clock And uh, Alex has taken About the last 30 minutes to just pray And share and you know We're really blessed. and so I just want to encourage you guys to check it out if you missed it. Um, if you don't know what's going on, Alex is going to Uganda. He's going to be preaching the word with a team of missionaries out there, and we're just going to pray for his safety. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just pray, Father, for Alex. We thank you for the word of encouragement. We thank you for the opportunity to have him on the show tonight, Lord. And, Father, we pray for the, the team and those that are going across the globe. Father, we pray, Lord, your angels be around them, Father, that you would, Keep them safe, Father. Protect them, Father God. And Lord, we pray right now, Father, for your anointing and the word of truth to go forth
5: Amen. in Uganda
1: that there would be healings, there would be salvations, there would be transformations. Yeah. And Lord, yeah. we thank you, Father God, that your healing anointing is going to go across the globe, Lord God. And we pray, Lord God, that you would touch and heal those children. Father, use them yeah. to do a mighty work to just bring light in the midst of darkness, Father. And
5: we yeah. thank you, Lord
1: God you're doing in Alex's life, keep him focused, keep him prepared, help him to just get everything tied up this week before he has to go, Lord, and we just bless him right now, we seek a blessing over the team, and Lord, we thank you, Father God, that you are sending laborers out into the harvest, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. In Jesus' Jesus' name, amen. amen. Well, also just want to acknowledge those that are in the chat room. It looks like we probably got about ten people or so, a dozen people, a couple of people called in tonight. And uh, just, you know, just want to speak a blessing over every one of you in the chat room tonight. We're praying the will of God be done and the kingdom of God come into your lives. And, and I know Alex and Patrick both have prayed over you guys. And um, what we're going to do, we're going to take about a five-minute break and go into some worship. And then I'm going to come back and just share... Some things that are in my heart, and we're going to wrap things up in prayer tonight. So, again, um, you know, we'll put some information up. I may go ahead and put an email up if uh, Alex, if you want to text me your email uh, address again, I will put that up in the chat room over the next few days, where people can contact you if they need to and uh, or want to, and uh, you know, you can just make some connections there that way. So,
5: That'd be um, nice. yeah.
1: Yeah, thank you for everything, brother. And just know that we're praying for you. So. Thank you so much. I um, really appreciate you being on me. Yeah, if you want to stay on the line, you can. I'm gonna basically kind of mute the lines out and put some music in for a little bit. But if you want to stay in, you can. If you need to go, it's you know you know how it is. It's an open door around here. So,
3: um, do what you gotta do, man. And just know that our prayers are with you. All right.
2: Amen. Uh, bless you. All right. Thank you, man.
3: Just, uh, again, want to thank our guests tonight, Patrick
1: and Alex, uh, just sharing their hearts, sharing their experiences, sharing the Word of God, sharing their prayer. You know, we're always blessed when we have different men and women of God uh, just get onto the show and share their hearts. And again, for me, this is kind of an extra blessing because I've known these guys for about 20 years, so it's uh, kind of exciting to see what the Lord is doing in their lives. And, um, you know, if you're just tuning in, this is Prayer International Radio. We're just taking some time to share the Word and pray and worship, and, you know, that's what we love to do here, just having a few hours a night where God can come and rest by His Spirit, where the kingdom is being preached, and where prayer and the incense is going up before the nostrils of God. Just want to pray for everybody tonight in the chat room, Um, before I get started, actually, that... You know, we're getting close to the end, so I'm probably not going to do what
3: I thought I was going to do, and we'll have to do that in a couple of days. But um uh, looks like we've got a handful in the chat room tonight.
1: And so, Father, right now we just cover, Lord, our Christian family, Lord, those that are here with us. Father, right now we just pray, Father, for the believers and, and those that are listening and participating. Father, we pray, Lord God, for Brother Reno exposing demons, Lord, we pray, Lord, your will be done, your kingdom come in his life. Father, we pray for the homeless, poet, Lord, God, that you just use him to touch and reach his generation. Father, we lift up Sister Cheryl and J.C. Overcomer Ministries, Father. We pray, Lord, God, that you would touch them in a powerful way. Touch the hearers. Touch the listeners. Touch those that are calling in, Father.
3: Move in their lives. Move through her in a mighty way, Lord, and use her as a vessel of honor. A vessel of glory, Father,
1: to touch and change and transform lives. Father, we lift up lost X, no X, no more. Father, we pray uh, for our sister, Lord. We just ask that you would touch her in a mighty way. Father, move in a mighty way in our life. Lord, just uh,
3: reveal yourself to her over and over and over. Just reveal the new depths of your love in your character to her. And, Father, right now we just pray for Minister Grath, Lord, our brother, Lord, he's
1: out in North Carolina. Lord, we pray, Father God, that you would just use him, Lord, among the youth. Use him to make an influence and an impact and be a voice, Father God, with his music ministry and everything that you're using him to do. Father, bless him in a mighty way. Lord, thank you, Lord God, for his life. Lord, just continue to raise him up in a mighty way. Father, we lift up Patrick again, Lord. Thank you for this brother that shared tonight, Lord. Thank you for his life. Thank you for his influence, Lord God, that he's touching, changing, reaching people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Lord, bless the works of his hands, Lord, this week and help him to just rest
3: in your presence and rest in you, Father. And Lord, we we pray for Stargazer Louie 09. Father,
1: I just pray your will be done and your kingdom come. Father, you know everything that they're going through. And Father, I pray that you would have your way. Have your way.
3: Have your way, Father. And and just, Lord, just rain and shine down, Lord God, your blessing over Stargazer's life, Lord. And thank you so much, Father, for those that are listening. My phone again. We pray
1: for Marvin and Deborah out of Garland, Texas. We pray for Alex. We pray. For Sean and Rebecca Holmberg, Paul and Olivia Pintor. Father, we ask, Lord God, that you would just have your way, your kingdom come, and your will be done. Father, we thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you've done in our lives, everything that you're going to do. It's just such a blessing, such an honor and a privilege to be called a child of the King,
3: child of the Most High God. Lord, we thank you, Father, that you give us that opportunity. We just ask in Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, we've heard quite a bit about the Word of God tonight. I was going to talk about attitude, but uh, I think the Lord told me to scratch that, so we'll get into that on a different uh, night. But you know, the Word of God something that we should take, not take for granted, not take lightly. It needs to be at the center of our lives. You know, the Bible says that God exalts
2: His Word above Himself. And, you know, one thing you need to think about,
3: no human, no man, no woman would ever write a standard as high as the Scriptures teach. You know, people say, well, how do you know that the Bible is the Word of God? It was written by men and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, listen, God will provide confidence. God will provide you inner peace that the Bible is truly his infallible
1: word and not merely a compilation of human thoughts and ideas. You know, one thing that you can understand about the word of God is the standard that it teaches.
3: No human, no person, no man, no woman would ever write such a standard. How many husbands would, would write? to treat your wife like Christ treats the church? How many wives would write a scripture that says submit and be obedient to your husband? How many foolish teenagers out there (laughs) who would write uh, that foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction will drive it far from them? What teenager is going to come up with that? What rich man would admit that those who trust in riches would fall Look, it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't add up. So you can trust that the, the standard that the Word of God teaches is, is high above our thoughts, like Patrick was sharing out of the, the Word of God earlier. God's ways and God's thoughts are so much higher than ours. The standard is just completely different standard. Nevertheless, we need to understand that the Word of God, the Bible, is the infallible, undeniable. It's the Word of God. Okay, the second thing you can take to the bank concerning the Word of God. Look, changes that incur, transformations that happen to people that embrace the Word of God, they're supernatural. Look, drug addiction is broken because people embrace the Holy Spirit through the Word of God. Alcoholics have been set free and delivered. Violent men and women have become meek and submissive. Sick people have become healed. Poor people have become wealthy because they've embraced the word of God and the standards and the, the the things that it teaches. They begin to follow God's instructions and their lives are changed. No man, no woman would ever write a standard like that.
2: Human words, mere human
3: uh, jottings down, whatever you want to call it, I could write a letter to somebody, but it's not going to transform their lives. But Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit have written so many letters and compiled them in the Word of God and the Bible, and it transforms all
2: kinds of people's lives. Okay, here's another one. Like, think about this. Okay, you go into a restaurant and you put
3: a dictionary on the table. Nobody thinks twice about it. Look, the, the, just the presence of a Bible produces an aura. It produces a, a look. It produces a change in the atmosphere. You know, sit, sit on a plane and pull out your Bible in the middle of it and watch how people's conversations change automatically. Okay, now, a, a fiction book or a novel, it doesn't affect people like that. You can pull out a Stephen King book. And sorry, I, I'm not a Stephen King reader, but I'm just saying, pull out a Stephen King book. And it's not, nobody's going to look twice at it, but you pull out a Bible on a plane, and all of a sudden people's conversation changes. Encyclopedias and dictionaries, put them on a restaurant table. Nobody's going to look at you twice. But lay a Bible on a restaurant table and make it visible. And right in the middle of, of people's meals, They'll start staring at you. it you know, all of a sudden their entire meal. It'll mess it up. And if they're Christian, if they're believers, they might come over and all of a sudden want to have a conversation with you just for the mere fact that there's
2: a Bible on your table. There's a magnetism that the Word of God has.
3: Okay, you can't describe it. You can't refute it. You can't forget it something about the Word of God its it's indescribable. It's irrefutable. It is. It's unforgettable. You can't. uh, There's no other book on the face of the earth that that does what the Word of God does. But sadly enough, it's the most unused weapon that's out there. It's the most undiscovered map. It's the the well of wisdom that's not tapped into like other wells on the earth. For some reason, People just kind of lay it, a lot of people just lay it on the bookshelf, let it collect dust, or they decorate their homes
2: with it, and it just sits there, never being read. The Word of God needs to be
3: our authority in our life. It needs to be our standard. It
5: needs to be the thing that we hold
3: on to. We need to see it as precious. We need to begin to see it as valuable. We need to have a value when it comes to the Word of God. You know, the Word of God, it's a success handbook for life. You want to have a successful life? Begin to do what the Word of God tells you to do. You know, the Word of God, it's broken down into two things. It teaches the person of Jesus. It shows you who the person of Jesus is, but it also shows you the principles of Jesus.
2: And a lot of times people find the person of Jesus, but they don't walk
3: and and keep the principles of the word of God. Your life will change if you begin to keep the principles of the word of God. Look, the word of God destroys pain and sickness and disease. Psalm one hundred seven twenty says he sent forth his word and he healed them. Exodus says if you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, and will do all that is right in the sight and will give ear to his commandments and keep his statutes. What does he say? I will put none of these diseases upon you, which I have brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Exodus fifteen twenty six. Proverbs four twenty tells us attend to my words for their life and health. To all their flesh, so the word of God destroys sickness and disease and pain. The word of God brings hope. Psalm one nineteen forty nine. Remember the word unto your servant, Lord, upon which thou hast caused me to hope. David said it. Remember the word that you spoke to your servant, Lord. It's caused. It's put hope in my heart. The
2: word produces true peace. I will hear what the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people. That's Psalm 85, 8. The word of God solves emotional problems. Great peace have they which love your law, and nothing shall offend them. Psalm one nineteen sixty five. Great peace have they which love your law, and nothing shall
3: offend them. You want to solve emotional problems in your life? Get full of the Word.
2: The Word of God enables you to make wise decisions. It solves financial problems. It helps you withstand
3: temptation in your life. Your Word, have I hidden my heart that I might not sin against you? Someone, nineteen eleven. It'll keep you from from falling into temptation.
2: It'll deliver you from evil. time that we get a passion for the Word of God. It's time we get a passion for the Word of God. It's time that we pursue the
3: Word of God and we'll become successful. Look, the Word of God contains solutions
2: for every problem that you're facing today. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're challenged with, get into the Word of God. It'll expose falsehood, any false things that have entered your life. The
3: word the Bible says the word of God is truth. Your word is truth, John seventeen seventeen. The
2: law is truth, Psalm one nineteen, one hundred forty two. So God's calling us to embrace the word of God. It's it's the thing that causes conviction, that causes change. It'll solve your problem, it'll deliver you, it'll set you free if you're captive. Bring order into your life if there's things out of order. It'll show you the laws of the universe. It'll define and show you what worship is all about. It's a
3: worship encyclopedia. God is a spirit and they that worship him must what? Worship him in spirit and in truth. It'll tell you how to worship. It explains worship and the value and its importance in your life. He inhabits the praise of his people. The word of God will show you how to conduct yourself in his presence in Psalm 100 verse 2. It will also show you how to attract his presence. Enter his gates with thanksgiving in your heart and enter his courts with praise. That's what I'm talking about. So listen, I've got like 10 seconds left. So, Father, I just pray that you'd hide your word in their hearts. Help them. Help them to consume your word. Help them
1: to have a love for your word. Help them to have an appreciation for your holy word. And I pray, Father, that you would touch every man, every woman, every child, every teenager tonight. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. This is Prayer International Radio. We'll be back tomorrow night, same time, same place. God bless you guys.